for your good good morning it's tuesday and welcome to coffee and conversations with lakeisha it's your girl lmj in this place today lakeisha m johnson and that does not stand for me i'm so excited to see you guys this morning it's 5 a.m we crisp we sharp and we are in this thing good morning y'all hey y'all hey hey um I know I love God. <laughs> like, I don't even know where to start this morning. I love God. The testimonies just keep coming in about how people have been impacted by this ministry. And I'm just, I can't take no glory. I can't take any glory for it. I'm just simply honored and grateful that God gave me the opportunity and chance to share the gospel. What an honor and what a privilege it is to be able to serve you in the word. Like what an honor it is. I don't I don't know. I don't wake up in the morning. I don't feel burdened. I don't feel consumed. I don't feel overwhelmed. I'm excited to be able to get up and hang out with you guys. And so I'm super, super grateful for this morning. Hope you got your coffee. Hope you got your tea. Hope you got your pen, your pad, your paper. Um, last week, I think Brandy said she needed a breakfast sandwich. So I hope you got your breakfast sandwich this morning as well. I don't. I am so hungry. I did not have breakfast. Um, I get up about 2.30 in the morning. And so I'm usually on like my second or third breakfast by the time everybody else is getting up. And so like I didn't have a breakfast bar ready. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry this morning. So I have to get something to eat before we get started on Rejoice Little Rock today. Don't forget, as soon as I get up, I'll join it. Off Instagram, off Facebook, off YouTube, off Anchor, off Spotify, uh, we transition over to Rejoice Little Rock, and I get the honor and privilege to serve on the JC Loves Morning Show. So if you get a chance and you don't have it, go to Rejoice Little Rock, uh, and I think it's .com, and get involved, or you can listen to us live, 105.5, 103.3, and 1380 AM. Well, let's get started this morning. I see some new faces on. I love to see new faces on. That means you guys are sharing and inviting people in, and I appreciate that so much. Ladies, don't forget tonight, Tuesday night Bible study. We are in a brand new location, right? 17, oh, 15. 
1901 Main Street, that's downtown Little Rock. Plenty of space for those of you, we were in the coffee shop and we were just starting to get tight. Plenty of space. Uh, you ain't got no reason, you ain't got no excuse. We still have coffee and tea. However, they're not gonna allow me to make the coffee. And I don't think you want me to make the coffee. Even though I tried last time, they're not going to let me make the coffee tonight. We got coffee, we got tea, we got a whole lot of sisterhood, a whole lot of Jesus. And if you're unable to make it, you can tune in online in our special group, Coffee and Conversations with the Keisha. Do not forget, uh, Kim is laughing, do not forget uh, this Saturday. This Saturday, we will have Feed the Streets, that's at 1701 Scott Street. Um, if you need a meal, you know, somebody that needs a meal, send it my way. It's not just for the homeless, for anybody who may need a meal. Sometimes people just fall on tough times and just having a meal, a word, some contact with someone. Um, Jesus compelled us to take care of the poor. As a matter of fact, anytime he questioned someone, he said, have you taken care of the poor? Are you taking care of the widows? Have you taken care of the prisoners? Have you invited people into your home? And so we just take that very seriously as we are commissioned to be like Christ here on this earth. Also, if you're not local, but you wanna be a part of Feed the Streets, you can sow a seed into the ministry, earmark it, Feed the Streets. And if you earmark it, Feed the Streets, we'll make sure we purchase uh, we have socks available and some other things that we have homeless kits that we love to be out. So you can give a part of that. Just if you click on um, the tab that says other offering, it'll take you and it allows you to leave a comment on the website and you can put feed the streets or even if you do that via cash app. So we appreciate you guys for that. Appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I just love y'all so much. I'm just, my God, just one of those days. It's a good day. And I hope you decided this morning that it was going to be a good day. Um, so we're getting ready to pray. Yesterday, I prayed for your endurance. I'm still believing God. I dropped a word on Instagram yesterday. If you're not following me on Instagram, that's just at justbeinglmj.com. For those of you that we sent out books to, let me know you got your book. Shout it out. Uh, tag us in it. Let me know how the book is impacting your life. We would love um, to hear feedback from you. If you hadn't gotten the book yet, you can purchase the book, LakeishaMJohnson.com on the website. Um, yeah, I want you to get involved. I'm praying for your endurance. Let's get ready to pray. I'm grateful for the word of God this morning. I'm just grateful for all God is. Uh, uh, thank you. Good, Candice. Okay, good. Yeah, just shout us out. Let us know. That's, that's always... Uh, whether you believe it or not, what, no matter how full of confidence someone is, uh, to hear congratulations, to hear thank you, those things mean absolutely everything. Um, because we hope we make an impact for the glory of God. You know, I know I was not created for my glory, but for the glory of God. So we are thankful. I plead the blood of Jesus over this broadcast. I cancel any assignment of the enemy that tries to attack or come near us today. I thank you that our eyes are open, our ears are here to hear, and we thank you that Jesus is in place and taking resident in our life. I thank you, Father God, that the word, my God, shall come forth today to pure God, Lord God. Let us decrease as the Holy Spirit increase. Let you be magnified, let you be lifted up, Lord God, so that all men from the north, south, east, and west can be drawn unto you. I thank you, Father God, for your favor going before us. I thank you for your love going before us. I thank you for every individual tuning into this devotional today. My God, I thank you for a power that can only come from on high. I thank you for your resurrecting power, Lord God. I thank you, Adonai, my 
God. I thank you, Adonai, for all you are and all you are doing in our lives. I thank you, Father God. We are focused on your word. We are getting revelation, my God. We are getting revelation, Lord God, so that the fruits of the spirit will manifest in us. We thank you, Lord God. We owe it to you, my God. We owe it to you. We owe it to you. We owe it to you, my God. We owe it to you just to say thank you. We owe it to you just to bless your name. We owe it to you just to extol you, Lord God. We thank you for the mind of Christ. We thank you, Father God, for the will of God. And we cancel every assignment of the enemy of our life. We thank you, Lord God, that we will not be lazy. <laughs> we will not be lazy, that we will press into the things of you. Bless us this day, Lord God. Increase our capacity for you, Lord God. Increase our capacity for the Holy Spirit, Lord God. Enlarge the places of our tent. Spread us out from the north, south, east, and west. My God, we call in our harvest today, Father God. Ministering angels, go, my God. Satan, you cough it up. We thank you for the wealth transfer. We thank you we stand in need of nothing. We thank you, Father God, for blessings from on high. Father God, you said if you be lifted up, that all men would be drawn. So we thank you. You are drawing. Now, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength. You are my redeemer. And I thank you for all things and everything in Jesus' name. Amen. Aries, I got you. I'm going to respond to you. <laughs> I'm going to respond to you. I, I just, I was busy last night. I'm going to respond to you. Um, I, so good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so grateful for y'all. Thank y'all for sharing. Let me do a couple of shout outs. It's already done. That's right, but, but it's already done. Let me do a couple of shout outs. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you for sharing all the way from Atlanta. How you doing? All oh, my sister, Lysandra Hamilton, is on this morning. What's up, Lysandra? Hey, Odell. Hey, Odell. LV is in the house today. We see DeShannon. I see Tammy in the house today. What's up, Versenia? Hey, y'all. Hey, Doc. What's up, Kadena Davis? Also, for any of you who try to follow me or um, like or become my friend on my personal page. My personal page has been reached to capacity for a long time. You can follow my personal page if you want to see my personal journey. But your best page to keep up with anything in the ministry is on LMJ Ministry page or Lakeisha M. Johnson page. Sometimes people try to add me as a friend, but I have no more friend capacity. And you can follow me on Instagram. I have plenty of friend capacity on Instagram at just being LMJ. Y'all ready for the word? Y'all ready for the word this morning? I've already given you giving you the announcements for today. Thank you for my God. Let me just bless my covenant partners right now. I bless you right now. I declare that the windows of heaven are open above you right now in the name of Jesus. And that every seed that you've sown into this ministry, that it be multiplied back unto you right now in Jesus' name. The least in the kingdom is the double. I cancel the assignment of the enemy that's been keeping you in lack of your life. And I declare today that this is the season of your overflow. My God, that you overflow, that you receive promotions, that you receive increase. And I command every hand of the enemy that's been withholding from you to be released, to cough it up right now in Jesus' name. I thank you that the blessing of Abraham is on your life and that you are walking in the fullness of what God called you to be, do, and have for your benefit for the kingdom. You cannot do Luke 6, 38 says, given it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, runneth over shall men give unto your bosom. So I thank you for multiplication and increase in your life. I don't care how small you think your seed is. It's never small to the kingdom. So I speak multiplication and increase and divine, my God, appointments and assignments that will change your life. I thank you for the open doors that no man can shut. In Jesus' name, amen. 
All right, I love you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. So we're getting into the Word today. Y'all ready for the Word today? Um, we're getting ready to continue in this series. We've been talking about the Grave Robber series. We've seen Jesus. We've seen him on the move. We've seen how he has been just disrupting and changing things. And we were at Jairus' house yesterday. We were at Jairus' house yesterday. And now we're moving from Jairus' house, right? We're moving from Jairus's house and we're headed to the pool of Bethesda. And so it's a journey. We're on this journey with Jesus. Uh, God is making the case for Christ and we're beginning to see God like never, ever before. And so as this journey, we're getting ready to see Jesus. He's returning to Jerusalem. And as he returns to Jerusalem, there we're in the middle of festivals. This is Jewish holy days. He's inside the city and he's near the sheep gate. And there was a pool called Bethesda, with, which also had five covered porches. And crowds of sick people lay at this pool. Um, it was near a temple. The blind laid or the paralyzed always laid on the porches. I'm setting the history for that. I'm setting the history for that. Um, and so there, Jesus is approaching and we're getting ready to see something significant. And I need you to have your pens and your pencils and I need you to pay attention to what's going on here. And I need you to make sure you have your notes and all of that wonderful good things in place and involved so that we can apply this to our life today. So we're at, here we are. So imagine in your mind, he's traveled, he's left Jairus's house, healings and all of these have occurred and we're starting to see him and Christ is happening and he's being spread. And even though he's told people, hey, don't talk about me, people are still talking about who Christ is. And so he's returned to Jerusalem. He's at the gate. He's at Bethesda. There's a crowd of people around, sick people, blind, lame, and they're laying on the porches. And so we get into the fifth verse. And as we get into the fifth verse, we begin to see one particular man laying there. Uh, one of the men laying there had been sick for 38 years. <laughs> he had been sick for 38, my God, he has been sick for 38 years. Can you imagine the amount of discouragement? Can you imagine how consumed he is? Can you imagine? And so when I was studying this, I was asking questions. Like I was writing things down and I was like, my God, why was he sick for so long? Because God is a healer. God is healer. I'm like, he was sick for 38 years. And then the other question, I'm going to ask you some other questions. I was like, why was he sick for 38 years, what was going on here that he was sick for 38 years? And so when Jesus saw him, we're next, we're in John, the fifth chapter, we're going into the sixth verse. And it says, when Jesus saw him, it says, when Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, can I tell you something? Jesus knows everything that you stand in need of. Jesus knows everything that you stand in need of. He didn't know this man. Come on now. This is when Jesus saw him. My God. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time. Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill. Jesus saw him and already knew about his ailments. Jesus saw him and already knew about his illness. Jesus saw him and already knew about his issues. Jesus saw him and already knew about his problems. Jesus saw him and he knew him. That's why I love Psalms when it reminds me that God knew me from my mother's womb. That's why I love when the song sings, God knows my name. Jesus saw him and knew him and already knew his issues. He already knew his 
his issues. He already knew his problems. He already knew the circumstance. He already knew the situation. Jesus saw him and he already knew him. And so he says to him, he walks up to him and he says to him, now remember, this is a man that's been laying by the pool. And I need to I need to say something significant that happens at this pool. So for an angel always went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after stirring up the water was made well of whatever disease we had. We don't know what this feast is. That's the first thing we need to understand. Um, a pool which is called in Hebrew Bethesda. So this is a Hebrew pool. The pool has been excavated in an area just north of a temple area and it has five portions we talked about that so there's expression here saint john is telling us something right this is before the destruction of jerusalem and so there's some accuracy there's a crusader era church that's near so i'm sure they're talking about god i'm sure they've already seen miracles i'm sure they've already seen signs and wonders you have to know that there's a set up here. There's a set up here. So he says to him, he says, would you like to get well? That's what he asked him. Would you like to get well? And so you've got to ask yourself without a doubt, why is he asking? My God, why is he asking? Would you like to get well? Like, why did Jesus ask him? Would you like to get well? Was there something in Jesus seeing that he knew that this man may not have wanted to get well? Many sick, and there's, there's some significant things. So when the angel went down, whoever stepped in first was made well. Many sick, sick and injured people gathered at this pool in hopes of healing. Perhaps the hope of healing was real. I, and God honored and released, my God, what he needed to that person or that particular person that was walking in faith. So you got to look at this. So it was at a certain time as well. It was at a certain time. So Jesus begins to ask him, he says, what would you like to get well? And the man says, I can't. <laughs> he didn't even know who he was talking to. He says, I can't, sir. The sick man said, for I have no one to put me in the pool. When the water bubbles up, someone else always gets there ahead of me. Now, I want to focus in on a few things this morning because I know without a doubt Jesus was asking him, would he like to get well for a reason? Perhaps Jesus recognized in this man that there was a lack of faith. Perhaps Jesus recognized in that man, this man, that there was a lack of faith. Perhaps Jesus recognized in this man that there was something missing. And can I tell you something? I need you to understand in order for you to get what you need to get from God, you cannot afford to be double-minded. You cannot afford to be unsure. You cannot afford to be lazy. You cannot afford to be lackadaisical. You cannot afford to be out of faith. And so James 1 and 8 reminds us, a double-minded man or a woman is unstable in all his ways. I want to share something real important to you that I feel like was the problem and the issue here. And, we, and, and the reason why I want to focus on this is because it says something significant. It says there were crowds of sick people laying or paralyzed, laying on the porch. The porch. Why is it that, this, that, that Jesus was on the scene? My God, why is it that Jesus was on the scene, but only one person took notice of him? Why is it with Jesus that Jesus was on the scene and only one person took notice of him? Only one person had his attention. Why is it nobody else realized that Jesus was on the scene? Word had already spread about him. They knew when he came, healing would take place. So why is it when he was on the scene, nobody else was on the scene? 
There was a missed opportunity there. There was a missed opportunity there. There was something going on there that nobody recognized that the healer was on the scene, that nobody was in tune to what was going on around them. And perhaps the problem was, my God, perhaps the problem was that they were looking for God in a particular way. Perhaps the problem was that they were looking for God in a particular way. See, I need you to understand something. And I brought this up yesterday when we went to uh, Numbers 20 and we started talking about Moses and God gave Moses some specific instruction. See, Moses had experienced God in a particular way. And because he had experienced God in a particular way, he was looking for God to come back to him in that exact same way. See, there is something significant here. I need y'all to hear me there. There is something significant here when we limit God to only what we see. Somebody gonna miss that. There is something significant here when we only limit God to what we see, when we only limit God to our ways, when we only limit God to the opportunity of which we think he's supposed to show up. I showed you yesterday in Numbers 20, he told Moses to speak, my God, instead of striking a rock. Can I tell you something significant? I, I know without a doubt, I know without a doubt that God was trying to teach Moses the significance of his words. See, it's when, when, when the Lord tells you to speak to a situation, that requires a certain level of faith. That requires a certain level of strength. That requires a certain level of trust in God. So he was asking Moses to speak to the situation. And as we get to the pool of Bethesda, nobody else recognizes that Jesus is on the scene. And I truly believe because it was because they were distracted, because they were looking, my God, for God to come a certain kind of way. They were so reliant, my God. God, they were so reliant. They were so reliant. My God, they were so reliant on the pool that they didn't realize that I am was on the scene. They were so reliant on their job. They were so reliant on their cousins and them. They were so reliant on their pastors. They were so reliant on the church. They were so reliant on other things that they did not realize that the one person that could offer healing, my God, that the one person that could change their life was on their scene. They were looking for him to heal them the same way he had healed them before. And they were missing, my God, it said a great multitude of sick people were on the scene. None of them looked to Jesus. There was a blindness that had came over him. And so I'm going to ask you today, where have you been blind? to God in your situation. I, I just got to be real with you today. Where have you been blind to God in your situation? Where have you limited yourself and limited God to, to your situation? Because you've been expecting him to respond to you in a certain way. My God, my God, where have you been expecting him to respond to you in a certain way? Where have you limited to you? And then my next question to you is, what excuses have you used to keep you from getting what you need from God? <laughs> because listen, listen, the man says here, he says something significant. Jesus says, why haven't you gotten in this water? You've been in this situation for 38 years. Why haven't you tapped into the impossible? And he says to him, he says, I have no one to put me in the water. And so I'm saying to you today, what has limited you? What has kept you from walking in the fullness of what God has called you into? What has you, what has kept you from receiving what you need to receive from God because you're making excuses? 
my God, there's a power in this. I started breaking this down. I started looking at this. I'm like, oh my God, God has the capacity to do whatever he needs to do in our life. How are we limiting him? And what excuses are we making to keep him from operating in the fullness of our life? This man said, I have nobody to put me in the water. Well, guess what? He should have rolled in. <laughs> he should have rolled in. He should have crawled in. He still had access to his arms. He should have been rolling in the water. He should have just kept rolling. He should have rolled till he fell in. He should have figured it out. He should have asked somebody to push him in. He should have bumped. He should have hopped. He should have jumped. And I'm just compelling you to do whatever it takes to get to God. Can I show you something God showed me in the spiritual? This is why I always tell you, don't back away from the things of God. Press into the things of God. As you're running towards God, because of the glory of God, because of the power of God, all of that other stuff will begin to fall off of you. The scales fall off your eyes. Your ears become open. The closest, see, because sin can't get in the presence of God. Most of us have spent so much time thinking it's about these acts. It's about the relationship and pressing into his presence and understanding the power of Jesus in your life. He should have pressed to go in. He should have pressed to go in. You're right, Melissa. He should have pressed to go in. But he was looking it was looking to experience God only what way. They missed the encounter and the opportunity to get what they needed from God because they were looking for him to do it only one way. They were looking for it to do it on what? Some of us, come on now. Some of y'all been believing God for increase, talking to him about your finances, but you're looking for it to come through person. He is Jehovah Jireh, the provider. He can drop something out of the tree if he needs to. My God, you got to press in this thing. My God, you got to see this thing for what it is. My God, you got to take the scales off your life and choose this day. I'm going to seek kingdom first and God is going to add absolutely everything else he needs to add to me. There's two significant things happening here. They were missing the, the opportunity to receive God as God. They were missing it because they were looking for healing. They were looking for provision in one particular way. And they were forgetting that all they needed came through God. The second, they were missing the opportunity to get what they need because they wouldn't press in. They wouldn't press in. They wouldn't press in. God is not limited to what you think. God is not limited to what you think. Can I tell you something? Some people were waiting for a more convenient season. God, when I read this, I was like, my God. Some people were waiting for dreams and visions. Some people were not taking the word for the word. The word was in their presence. Some of them were not even taking the word to be the word. Some of them were waiting for signs and wonders. Some of them were waiting to feel compelled. Some of y'all be waiting on when it feels right. Some of them were waiting for a revival. Some of them were waiting for particular feelings. Some of them were waiting for a particular celebrity or a priest or a person to del deliver them. And all they needed was Jesus. All they needed was Jesus. My God, all they needed was Jesus. That's it. That's why I told you a few weeks ago, pray for revelation. Ephesians 1, go 15 through the 23rd verse. Read it over your life daily and ask God to reveal to you where you may be missing him. Your opportunity to receive whatever it is you've been believing God for may be right before you. But because you're looking for God to happen in a particular way, you're missing out on what God is supposed to do for you and what he desires to do for you. And because you won't press in in faith, you're missing what God is wanting to do for you. Jesus is on the scene. Come on now. Jesus is on the scene. And they're still at the pool, looking in the pool for an angel to trouble the water. And they're amongst the word that will change the rest of their life. They're among, you don't need to add nothing else. 
You don't need to take no extra classes. You don't need to do, you just need to press into Jesus. You just gotta press into Jesus. You gotta tap into the truth, the way and the life. We think we gotta add, we think we gotta run around on service. We think we gotta have connection with one of people. We just gotta trust this word to be the word. We gotta see the word for what the word is. And we gotta know who Jesus is. Can I tell you something? And I'm gonna end this right here. You know why I think they didn't pay any attention? Cause they didn't know who Jesus was. They didn't really know who Jesus was. They had heard, they weren't looking, they weren't familiar enough with him. They weren't familiar enough for him. They weren't familiar enough with him because if they were familiar enough with him, they'd have got up from around the pool. They would have started calling his name. They would have started yelling for him. They wouldn't have trust in the water. They wouldn't have been relying upon the angel. They wouldn't have been looking for mama them. They would have pressed into who he was. They really were not familiar with him. They really were not familiar with him because if they were familiar with him, they'd have ran into the word. <laughs> That's a word for somebody today. They would have ran into the word. You're, you got to ask God to remove the scales from your eyes. The opportunity for him to do what he needs to do in your life is right around you. He's on the scene. Moses missed the opportunity of his blessings because of his ability to not obey God. God told him to speak to a situation. God was trying to build his faith. God was trying to show him the power of his words. And then Moses made a decision. He was going to strut the rock because that was what was familiar to him. That's what was what familiar. You cannot afford to stay in familiarity in this season. You cannot afford to stay in the, you're going to have to be odd. You're going to have to break protocol. You're going to have to do some things to get into the presence of God so that you can see the multiplication and the glory of God in your life. I promise there's something on the scene. There's something happening here significantly in our lives. I'm going to end this right here. I said, I can't say the sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool. When the water bubbles up, someone else always gets there ahead of me. And Jesus told him, stand up and pick, your, pick up your mat and walk. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Stand up and pick your mat, mat up and walk. So I need you to ask yourself some stuff, things today. Do I really want to get healed? And I ain't just talking about spiritual healing. I, I mean, I ain't just talking about physical healing. I'm talking about spiritually and everything else. Do I really want to get healed? Where have I been limiting my situation? Where have I been limiting God in my life? Where are scales are on my eyes? What am I looking to, to bring me more satisfaction than God? What am I looking to, to provide for me more than God? What am I, who am I looking to, to be more in my life than God? Some of y'all have had some days, my God, where you just had some moments but you cannot afford to look at anything else more than you look to God. These people were so messed up about the water that they missed the opportunity for Christ to do. What are you looking to that's more than God? What are you looking to? What, what do you see? What has you blinded? What has you consumed? What has you overwhelmed? They were so caught up that they were missing him. And then where have you limited yourself from the ability to not press in, to not press in. Where are you not pressing in? Where are you still making excuses? My uncle taught me something once. He said an excuse ain't nothing but a lie. Well, guess what? We out of time. My God, we out of time. That's a word right there. That's something. It, yeah, come on, Arnetta. It wasn't the water that they needed. It wasn't the water that they needed. They needed God. They needed Jesus. It wasn't the water. But we'll get so set on a thing that we'll miss the opportunity for Christ. Or we'll so limit ourselves because we got, well, I'm broke right now. I got situations. Can I tell you something? I've seen God. I rode to church with a very little bit of gas 
and I pressed into the presence of God and someone will put a seed in my hand. I'm telling you, I've seen God when I press in. I've seen God when I make him pr pr first. I've seen God when I really trust him as provider and not looking to anybody else to provide for me. So you got to ask yourself these questions. Where have I been limiting God either by lack of faith or not even recognizing that he was on the stand. I love y'all so much. Do not forget, do not forget, do not forget to do your Bill Winston confession today. I'll see y'all back here in the morning. This is some meat today. This is some meat. This is some meat. This is the, this is some meat. There's something to chew on today. These are questions to ask yourself today. The teacher is on the scene. He's teaching us. He's exposing the word for us so that we can get revelation knowledge and this can manifest in our life. Your job could end today. God, your job could end today. Your, your bank could go bankrupt. Your job could end today. Uh, your marriage could be over. So many things can change. You got to make sure that nothing is in the place of God. I love y'all so much. I need y'all to do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God in you guys. We'll be back here in the morning because it's kingdom. We experiencing kingdom, baby. I did, this was for me. This wasn't just for you. This was for me. I'm like, God, I will not limit you. <laughs> I will not limit you to what I think should provide for me. I will not limit you to this particular relationship. I will not limit you to this particular situation. I will trust you in all things. And that has to be our prayer. I'll see y'all back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Love, peace, and Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.